0: Hello, this is the new Generation Football podcast with me, Toby, and my good friend, Dan.
1: Hello, I'm Dan. How's it going, everyone?
0: Hello, this is, this is, this is a very new thing. Uh, it so, is very, it's very new,
1: Toby, yeah.
0: Before we get into our, our main topics, we're just going to briefly introduce us as football fans uh, to you, the podcast listeners. Um, so we have, a, we have a set of five different criteria we have written down of different things that relate to us and football uh, the first one is telling us who we support the second one is the best goal we've seen live at the match as in, as in, in the stadium uh, we've got an option for home and away then we've got our favourite match we've been to uh, we've got our favourite player and then we've got our famous moment from your sofa the famous best moment you've seen on TV basically uh, so I'll start with you Dan I'd like to, would you like to uh, give me your 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 five different things about football. So, hello, listeners.
1: Um, So, who do I support? I support the famous CFC, a club who are in turmoil right now after just sacking our manager. But that is who I support. I've supported them since I was born, essentially. I didn't remember a choice, but I don't really mind it, to be honest. Um, Yeah, the best goal that I've seen live would have to be the Matic pile driver against Spurs. If everyone remembers that goal... 2017 FA Cup semi final. Bang. What a goal. Amazing. 35 hard driver It was absolutely amazing. It was honestly one of the best goals just ever in general. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> my favourite match I've been to would probably be John Terry's last game for Chelsea. We listed the Premier League title in 2017, and it was his last opportunity to say goodbye to the Chelsea fans.
0: The, the, the classic and, the classic JT moment not played full kit
1: exactly and it came off after of like 26 minutes something like that <laughs> like you know um, my favourite player all time this is a bit sad this one is, <laughs> is Frank Lampard um, we'll talk more about right him later and my favourite moment from my sofa was 2012 Champions League final that night in Munich all my fellow Chelsea fans will know what I'm all about Toby how about you mate
0: um well I I, I typically support two teams because I have allegiances to my dad and mum's family. So I support Wickham, Wickham Wanderers, through my dad's side of the family. Uh, especially since my my grandpa was the Wickham Wanderers team doctor in the 70s and 80s. I've got a bit of a close family connection to that one.
1: You got a link. Got yeah, a link exactly. Family link.
0: Also. Yeah, yeah. And then I support, support Liverpool for my mum's family because my mum is from up near Liverpool. So I've got two teams to support. So it's it's kind of nice. Um, they'll probably never play against each other. Uh, Again, doing,
1: again. Yeah, again. Uh, kind of yeah, yeah, yeah it, yeah, it yeah, was always,
0: always the chance they did play each other in two thousand and one in the FA Cup semi final, but that was a very long time ago. That's twenty years ago, in fact. Twenty years, mental that. So, oh,
1: yeah, it's actually
0: <laughs> so those are like, the two teams I support. And then, best goal I've seen home and away. It's tough. I think I think my favourite home goal was from last season. Uh, was when Joe Jacobson scored directly from a corner uh, from the right hand side, and it went straight over the keeper's head into the back of the net. For that. and that was actually his hat trick hat trick of set pieces he scored a free kick and another corner before that so it was a pretty pretty good day that one against Lincoln 2019 mm. and probably my favourite away goal was at, actually my first away game I'd ever been to Wickham one was back in 2015 was against Barnet. Uh it was scored by Gary Thompson a man who had been peckled by a fan behind me for the whole <laughs> the whole of the first half before this <laughs> and then then he goes and receives the ball near the, the box, left foot, swivel, into the top corner, and the where we go, we turn around to the bloke and think, "What were you on about, mate? What were you on about?" Because I have to say,
1: I've recently seen this goal and it is an amazing goal. Yeah, we, w-
0: we watched through the goal <laughs> before this, and it's oh, great absolutely. watching again. Great watching again. So that's my those are my two my two goals I've chosen. Favorite match I've been to. It just kind of linked to the, the one of the goals. It was the um, the Wickham versus Lincoln in 2019. Although I've just thought of this now. Uh, my favourite game actually was uh, the promotion game to get to League One, against Chesterfield, winning two 0 That's actually that, I've came in mind. That's mine. My, that's my new one. I've was that was that away or
1: was that at home? That
0: was away. That was it. That was it. Oh. That was at Chesterfield. Uh, nice. We scored. We scored first. I can't remember who scored now. I think it was Paris Cohen Hall. I think. Oh no, it was Nathan Tyson. Nathan Tyson scored from that left hand side across keeper. Then they scored. It was I think it was an own goal. And then in the 80-odd minute, uh, Dom Gate got the ball in the edge of the box and rifled it past their keeper. And the, the crowd went ballistic. And the crowd were on the pitch at the end of the game. It was great. It was classic. What a moment. That's my, that, that definitely is my favourite match I've been to. i of changed my on that first one. It was good. Good against Lincoln, but that match was just top, top draw. Uh, my favourite player is, for, for Liverpool is... I mean, there's no one else. Steven Gerrard. You can't not say Steven Gerrard if you're a Liverpool fan. The no, especially watching mean, the last, it, but
1: exactly, you yeah. can't
0: disagree. Especially watching the last sort of 15 years of football has been absolutely incredible. You think about some of the moments he's had, some of some of the goals he scored. The West Ham FA Cup final goal, the the one against Olympiacos. What a hit, son! What a hit! That that one, that <laughs> one. Uh, you know, I think you know if you know, you know. Andy Gray's iconic commentary on it, and some some, some of the moments he's had in his career lifting that, that Champions League final in 2005 in Istanbul, the famous famous 3-3 final that was finished on wow, penalties. how exciting I know. was thoroughly...
1: a Liverpool fan. <laughs> it still goes
0: down as the greatest Champions League final of all time. Anyway, moving on. My favourite Wiccan player is... Well, it currently is Joe Jacobson. It was Sam Wood, but unfortunately Sam Wood left a couple of years ago. So my favourite current Wiccan player is Joe Jacobson, because he's a left-back who scores from corners. I mean, you can't. Can't not love that. You can't
1: hate it. You can't hate it. You can't hate you it. You cannot. Play. He scores free he's kicks.
0: Scores pens. Scores corners. Bish bash bosh. Easy. So he's my favourite Wigan player. And my favourite moment for my sofa. Well, it wasn't really for my sofa. It was actually from a chair in a bar. It was watching the um, Liverpool lift the Champions League in 2019 over Spurs. It was just. It was just a great day. Just a great day. I had with with my mate who was a Spurs fan. His face when that penalty was given in the second minute. He was. Not, not best plays. Just one up on
1: Spurs. Not best Yeah. It was <laughs> yeah. fantastic.
0: Yeah, it, it wasn't it weren't best plays, But let's be honest, Liverpool were the best team in that game. So I enjoyed that one very much. I so saw Jordan Henderson left that, that famous trophy aloft into the air in. Where was it? What the fuck was it? Kiev. Kiev. What, no, what, what no it wasn't,
1: you're, you're a Plastic fan, it was in Madrid, it was at like the Oh no, team. that was the previous year, oh no, that's the
0: previous year. You're we lost a Plastic this. fan, I, just remember. Oh, I know more about Liverpool. Whoa, 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 <laughs> I, just, I thought I'm thinking, I, I somehow remember the previous year, which I didn't want to remember. You think you
1: have the best Champions League final ever, where, where I in one. Excuse me. With
0: carriers in Gov. Oh, my, I, brought, I shouldn't have ran myself for that. That was a mistake. Anyway.
1: You have to keep that in. You have to keep that in.
0: Keep yeah, unfortunately in. <laughs> so now. Oh, I can't believe that. Anyway, that, those, are my five, those are my five different things I, to do with football. I quite like. Quite liked. Um, so we've sort of introduced ourselves. Uh, we're both, as you can tell, massive football fans. Um, so the first segment of this show is going to be what I call scores on the doors. Which is a review of the previous weekend's fixtures, which in this case was the a round of the the fourth round, the fourth round of the FA Cup. Uh, and quite a few good fi- quite a few good fixtures for um, lower league teams against Premier League opposition. Uh, so I'll just quickly I'll run through the scores and then we'll talk about them more in a bit more detail in a second. So the first fixture of the weekend was Chorley against Wolves. So the to, Chorley from I think from the seventh division of English football. They quite they far down. They had done. The...
1: The chain, mm. whatever you call it, the pyramids.
0: Yeah, they they done quite well to no, get to this point. To they have done very well. Absolutely, though. they knocked out some good opposition before that, like Derby. Exactly. Um, so, yeah.
1: Well, Derby were rubbish, and also Derby played their like entire youth team. But like true. Still, but
0: still, they still beat Derby. Surely, knock how
1: Derby? Yeah. It's, it's still it's still impressive. big. It's still big. It's yeah,
0: exactly. Still big. Uh, so they won. So Wolves won one oh, nil. That was on Friday night. Then on Saturday we had Southampton winning one nil against Arsenal. We had West Ham winning 4-0 against Doncaster. We had Swansea winning 5-1 at home to Knotts Forest. We had Cheltenham, who upset the apple cart for a bit against Man City, losing 3-1. They uh, got half an hour. Yeah, yeah it was. Was, they held them up for 60 minutes, I think pretty good going. Yeah, brilliant. Um, brilliant. Sheffield United won 2-1 at Plymouth against Plymouth.
1: The only, the, the, it seems to me the only games that Sheffield United can win this year are you know, like FA Cup games against like League yeah. 2 opposition. Well, clearly, it shows their <laughs> level,
0: doesn't it, really, this season? Um, <laughs> much. And much. Millwall lost 3-0 at home to Bristol City. Brighton uh, won 2-1 against Blackpool. Barnsley won one just as well. Only oh, just,
1: sorry about yeah, that one, just, Only just in like the 90th minute or something like that as well. <laughs> it was pretty late on. I'm fairly certain. a bit? crazy for wrong listeners, but you know. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sorry, uh, I was in, sorry,
0: uh, it was right. It's mate. Uh, uh, Barnsley beat Norwich one 0 That was quite a surprising one, in my opinion, having watched a lot of Championship football this season. Because Norwich have been flying high in the Championship, and Barnsley haven't looked. Like, have looked they're definitely a mid-table so They're not a good side, but they're not a bad side. Like when they played at Wickham, they definitely, definitely didn't play the, their best football, but still managed to come out of the no, victory. But to fair, their goal, was, is, their goal was nice. It was a nice a little nice little swivel from Callum Styles yeah. to fire it past Tim Krull. it Was a nice goal. It's exactly.
1: It's, that's who we've got in the next round as well. Is Barsley we We're gonna play the winner of that game. Well, it's Borsley,
0: awful, so. have to see, you? Um, have ah, mm, <laughs> oh, a tough game, mate. Tough at like Oakwell. It's a, it's a nice stadium. I've been there. I Went there a couple of years ago. Lovely stadium. Yeah. Um, Yeah It's not a bad place To watch football Uh, There was also A Premier League game On Saturday Uh, Aston Villa won 2-0 against Newcastle Which kind of goes With the run of form As you'd expect it Um, Then there's a few More games on Sunday There was Everton Who won 3-0 Against Sheffield Wednesday There was the Probably probably the What was billed As the biggest clash Of the round Between Man United And Liverpool Which finished 3-2 To Manchester United Uh, There was Fulham Who lost 3-0 At home to Burnley Which is not a good Result for Fulham at all uh, shows how poor they've been this season really uh, Brentford also gave, shows how yes.
1: surprising Burnley are sorry probably yep. against Liverpool the same week yeah, but, but, yeah it's
0: a good week for Burnley isn't it good week for Burnley thanks for reminding yeah, me hopefully, hopefully
1: they can just you know have that fall ended by the time we play them next week that <laughs> <be nice. laughs> well we'll have to
0: see won't we have to see
1: we'll have to see, um, oh, we'll have to see. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, yeah then Brentford Brentford put a bit of a fight against Leicester for a bit uh, they lost three one in the end and the final game on Sunday was Chelsea, who won three-one against Luton, which we'll obviously discuss in a bit more in a second. And the game from last night, my team Wickham, losing four-one against Spurs. Again, we'll talk about that in a second. Um, so we've gone through the scores from the weekend. So this, I think, it's kind of gone with what you'd expect, really. I'd say. What would what would what do you how do you see it?
1: I'd, I'd say, you'd, yeah, I'm not surprised about the teams that are through, really. Um,
0: Yeah, there certainly weren't any big shocks in this round.
1: There's not really any shocks. The only thing, obviously, obviously what you said about Norwich. That's probably the biggest shock. The biggest shock, but. Brentford are flying quite well as well, aren't they? Correct me they wrong in the in the Championship. I yep, think Brentford yep. are doing well. Right. Yeah,
0: Brentford, very So I was
1: surprised they could, they, they, they could have put up a bit more of a fight against Leicester. Yeah. But, um,
0: but Leicester are flying high in the Premier League, so you expect- Leicester are doing
1: very well, and it upsets me. <laughs> <cool>. <laughs> it's
0: better than other teams doing well, it's alright. Uh, <laughs> so I know you want to talk about Chorley, it's Wolves, cause I know. You, I know how much you love Wolves.
1: I, I, So, so just to let everyone know, I, dis- I, I I, do not like Wolves at all. I think that there's there's this thing called a superiority complex, which is where these clubs that have come up from the championship, just because they have money, they think that they are like Billy Big Bollocks, and they think that they are the best thing <laughs> since sliced bread. But Wolves, since they beat us, yeah. they've not won a game in the Premier League. So... They're not. And last year was like, oh, I'll go for Champions League this year. Yeah. Where are they in the league? They're nowhere near. We, we're above them. Like yeah. you know, they're in relegation fight that lot. So anyway, but uh, from what I've heard, yeah, I've not actually seen the highlights or anything. Bit poor from me. From, <laughs> not watching the
0: highlights. What,
1: what about but, um, about the game? Oh, the the Charlie, Charlie Wolves game. But what I heard from some Wolves fans, yeah. who or in the same group chats as me, yeah. It was bad for Wolves. Wolves did not play well no, and it... struggled against Chorley, well, <laughs> which is awful for it's, them. It's
0: not great, because apparently their only shot on target was the goal they scored, which is not that's good, poor. which that's is really very poor. poor. No, no, Although it was poor. a nice goal. It was about, I think it was about 12 minutes, I think. It was near the start, yeah. but apparently so, it was, so, wasn't so very good.
1: They didn't score from like 12 minutes onwards against Chorley.
0: Yeah, that's pretty ordinary. It's it, a bit really. embarrassing. Yeah. That's, that's, a well very, that's very <laughs> embarrassing, really, isn't it? But hey,
1: Whatever. It's, that's, a, that's a
0: it's, it's, only, it's only Wolves.
1: Yeah. yeah I'm the just, che- just checking this.
0: Go on the 12th minute. Yeah, that's not great. Oh, not fantastic. Just for them. <laughs> not great, is it really? Not great. Very poor from them. No. But,
1: um,
0: uh, yeah, so no. yeah, it wasn't a great game in general, I think that one. Um,
1: no, on to the next one. On to, uh, so I, w-
0: I will put it. I think Southampton Arsenal needs to be talked about, I think. Um, yes, I, I think yes, oh, no. Arsenal's form. I don't, know, I don't know what... Arsenal were like, oh yeah, we're, 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 we're doing great again. Uh, and then they suddenly hit we're Salampton saved.
1: again.
0: we saved. And they, then they hit Salampton again, who actually are quite a good team this season. And yeah, that's they, what about they about hit a brick wall, actually. I think, that game, from what, I, from what I heard and what I've seen. And to be fair, the goal wasn't the greatest goal I've ever seen. It was a... From what Walker-Peters on the right-hand side, almost tried to cross it on the ground, and it hit, came off Gabriel and went past... The uh, the Arsenal keeper, it, was, it was what it, it was Matt Ryan. I'm
1: not sure. I, I can't or remember. It? it probably wasn't. That. I, I doubt it was Leno. I
0: doubt it was Leno. I, do, I genuinely yeah. I'm not sure. if Honestly, I mean, you may double check that. But it certainly wasn't a great goal anyway. It wasn't. a It no. was it was, a, was a, But Southampton deserved it. For honest with you, it was Leno actually. Um it was, I, oh, I don't. Anderson. I don't think they really. They didn't, they didn't really deserve much. Again, they weren't. They weren't that good. Unfortunately no. for us, Arsenal were very poor in that game again. So you wouldn't yeah. you wouldn't expect them to win that game because Southampton are pretty no. good. But actually, apparently they're
1: putting a in the Premier League as well. Yeah, actually, that's so. gonna
0: be a bit tough for them. Also, coming back to Southampton again, second time yeah. a week. So that, that that wasn't wasn't a great game. Um, I no. I saw a bit of the Swansea Notts Forest game. Swansea looked pretty pretty yeah. pretty dominant in that game. There was a bit of a debatable penalty in the game, uh, for a shove on one of the uh, what, on the Swansea player. Well, I think I think it I think it was two one. To Swansea. Okay. It was quite it was quite close at that point. I think
1: I so think it could the, have been a bit of a game changer. Yeah, it potentially
0: could have been. It was a, it was pu- pushed over at 2 1. And, okay. so. and and um I th- I think personally, when I watched it in force, it looked like a penalty. There was a bit of debate where, was there enough contact in the challenge, but I personally think there was it got enough of a shove on him. And the end Swansea just overran them. Um yeah. not really surprising because Swansea again have been high flying in the championship and compared to not as far as they were very much near the bottom with Wickham. So that wasn't yeah. really a great. wasn't really the best best game for Notts no. Forest. They played pretty ordinary. But I know you want to talk about so, the Ch- you want to talk about the Cheltenham Man City game as well.
1: Only 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 briefly, yeah, obviously. We've got three games now after this. We want to properly like more talk importantly, about more importantly. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Cheltenham started really well, played really well at City, and City again. It's frustrating when. So Philphone, you may be familiar with him, listeners. <laughs> um, Scored the winner in that one. Yeah. And everyone was raving about him. Now, no disrespect to Cheltenham at all here, but it is only Cheltenham. It's not like he's done that in a Champions League final against Barcelona. It's Cheltenham in the FA Cup fourth round. See, like,
0: that's the thing. I completely agree with you on that point. Uh, because but, he's, he's played well. Uh, yeah, Blokes play well. He's a, good he's, pl- he's, he's a good player. He's a good player. He's but you've got to compare the level of opposition to the performance. The hype
1: needs to get turned down a bit because A we know he can do it now we don't need to have it like shoved in our faces oh look at Phil Fulton he's great I don't look (laughs) he's just not he he is fantastic but it'd be great if he does well for England
0: yeah exactly but he
1: doesn't because he's got a terrible attitude him and Mason Greenwood have got like Actually, problems. Yeah, well, it all but, stem, all stems you know.
0: back to that incident in Iceland where they broke the quarantine rules. Yeah. So really, I don't, I don't. I see. exactly. I don't know if he, Gareth will trust him after that too much. Well, he did go. Back in, he did come back in the squad after that. So he must trust him. Enough. He did. He did. He, did. He, he, and he Exactly. And he's a good okay. player, so he deserves another He deserves a yeah. chance. I, know, I know, Even I know, if we sure, people so. do call him the Stockport Esther, which I think is a very well, overrated a bit too title, a bit too <laughs> just, just a bit. But to we'll be fair, from what I saw in that game, Cheltenham played quite well for sixty minutes, scored the goal, yeah. deservedly so. And then Man City just brought on some players and it changed the game again.
1: Well, it's a bit of a theme that really, isn't it? With uh, I think that the is. there as well. Yeah, well, which we'll discuss in a second.
0: But, just, but,
1: yeah. but no. A fair play to Cheltenham. This whole hype about Phil Foden. Too much. I'm not being biased here. I'm not being biased here, but you have to look at it and realise that there's no obviously there's a bit of hype around like Mason Mount. There's a bit of hype around Bukayo Saka. There's a bit of hype around what? name like a Spurs player. Well, like, the, I don't know.
0: there's a lot of hype around young English players in particular, which exactly. always, which always seems then, to exist. Then
1: you, you, you see, like Mason Greenwood, Phil Foden, they get this this uh, uh, like another level of hype towards them.
0: I just don't get it. <laughs> I don't get to. No, I not, no, I understand that completely. It's, that's the thing we like English, English players. And also Curtis Jones
1: as well, but we won't talk about that. Mate, don't,
0: don't, don't, don't start. <laughs> don't start. Anyway, Cheltenham, Cheltenham, Cheltenham gave their best, and I think fair play to Cheltenham. They played very well this year. They knocked out good teams. They knocked out. They knocked out Leeds, didn't they? No, it
1: was Crawley. I
0: was Crawley, so I'm getting really confused. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Are uh, out, who, yeah. who, who are playing tonight, against Bournemouth? I tonight? Bournemouth? It's Bournemouth? No. I think so. no. Yeah. Bournemouth. Oh, was was good it was great. last night, wasn't it? No, Bournemouth gets Croyes tonight. Oh, uh, but I think Bournemouth are yeah. gonna win that game. I'm honest with you. Bournemouth are too good for that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, we've got so obviously the the big game on Sunday was the uh the the, the derby between Man United and Liverpool, which I think which I think was rightly billed as the biggest tie of the round because it really was against two teams who have been f- generally flying high this season at different points of the season because Liverpool were flying high at the start. And Man United have come more into it in the last few weeks, uh, yeah. but it was it was actually quite a decent game compared to the league game bef- the week before, which was very boring and very ordinary and very defensive on Oleg the on a Solskjaer's the, part.
1: I think the thing with that is as well, people build like hype around these sort of games, and they're like, this game is so important because it's first versus second, and yeah. then versus Man United, and in the cup, all that pressure is sort of like taken away
0: because it's just whoever wins this goes through the next round yeah that's the thing about the cup because it's a knockout and it's, it's very much a one-off teams can sort of attack a bit more whereas the thing with Ollie, yeah. Ollie's mentality with the league game was just not lose it was quite a negative mentality I thought when watching that game compared to this one yeah. where they very much yeah. more attacking but especially with substitutions as well he brought on he brought on Bruno off the bench he brought on Mason Greenwood who more attacking options he probably wouldn't have brought on in the way. Well, obviously Bruno would have stopped the league game but he wouldn't have brought on Mason Green... He didn't, wouldn't have brought on Mason in the, in the league game in a similar position, would he? Realistically. Because he yeah. knows he didn't need to go on the attack. Whereas in this game, you yeah, want to try and win the game in normal time to try and avoid getting too tired for the league games. Yeah, I, I
1: agree.
0: So he made some attacking moves. And I think that, well, that paid off for him, clearly. Because he brought Bruno off the bench and scored a, a free kick, swerved swerve around the wall past Alisson. Yeah. And clearly did the job. Think, yeah.
1: And as well, I think you can say Salah... Looks not back to his best. A bit sharper. A bit sharp. He looked He's a bit, a bit sharper. sharper. He definitely
0: looked a bit He's sharper. Been...
1: Liverpool have been in a great bit of form at the moment, really. Uh, you, know, you agree with me there? I, I, th- I think. Prob- um,
0: I think. Weirdly enough, it's since we beat Palace seven nil that we haven't really done much. It's very yeah, strange. That, that, that sounds
1: about right. Yeah, yeah.
0: And a gen- I'm, I'm a bit bemused sometimes because Salah has not been at his best for the past month, I'd say. At all, no. He's no, not. Sorry. He's not. He's not been the racist. Firmino's definitely not been the racist. Maloney's been not as good as he usually is. All, the front three kind of. I the problem is when we lost Jota to that uh, injury, that was a big loss because he was a bit of a bit of fresh air. He's someone pushing up the yes. pushing up the backside, saying you need to keep playing well, otherwise you're, you're going to lose your place. Whereas when he got injured, yeah. they, they were very comfortable because because the, behind them is some okay players, but nothing extraordinary. Think about who's behind. you've got Aregui and Shaqiri and Minamino. I wouldn't feel threatened by those three behind me particularly if I was the, the team as one of the front three, but like, ah oh, I'd be alright. It's not there's, there's no there's no one pushing them to for their place to keep them playing well. No. Which hasn't helped. No. But you can't excuse the fact they've been poor, really.
1: No, fair.
0: And it's good to see something back Salah in that game honestly. It was a nice the yeah. first goal was a nice 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 little get some, nice get finish some
1: contribution out of uh, Yeah, exactly, of <laughs> exactly.
0: For once we need a bit of that. because well, he we, I think he's still top scorer though. Probably. I think he is. Still... Oh, I imagine
1: so. Yeah, he's still... I think Kamala's See, stalled a bit, so...
0: Yeah, he's back in form, looking now. Like, yeah. you can't say Salah's played badly this season, because he hasn't. But he's just had a bit of bad form for the last month or so, I think. Really. Exactly, and it's
1: and it's the same with Timo Verna as well, I'd say, is that yeah. he sort of... I well, don't know what happened, but well, well, obviously we'll, we'll talk about We'll Chelsea get, we'll get into it in a second, second, yeah. But... Yeah, it's, it's just a lack sort of, of yeah. a drop of form. Yeah. But, it's
0: lack yeah. of confidence, Perhaps, yeah. Um, But yeah, I think... That, that game in general, it was, it was a decent game. It was, better, like I said, better-than-the-league game, certainly. Absolutely.
1: absolutely. Um,
0: but yeah, a decent game. Well, Obviously, from my perspective, a little bit fun. A bit disappointing. But, you know, yes. we roll. We've got, to, we've got to keep moving. We've got to concentrate on the league and exactly. the Champions League exactly. now. Uh, yeah, so we're going to talk about Chelsea Luton as well now, because I know you were desperate to get on with that. Oh, so, oh, 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 I'll, uh, le- I'll let you oh, go. Oh, oh,
1: I'll leave this a bit. I'll leave this a bit. Go on. But we played all right against Luton. we played okay against More in the round before. Tammy Abraham trick, fair play to me well done um, and Kepper making an absolutely <laughs> horrible mistake that is He's...
0: truly horrific I've seen it back it was it's so awful. bad
1: it was so bad
0: because I know he shouldn't he shouldn't be he anymore, should is. never play
1: for Chelsea again. No. never play for Chelsea again.
0: like when I like when you said to me about watch that I watched it back and I was like oh my goodness what is that it's, it's,
1: it's awful oh, oh, it's so bad but the biggest story is that None of us knew it was going to be Premier Lampard's last game in charge as Chelsea manager. So, And before before the game he'd come out fighting a bit with the, with the journalists. You probably imagine that because he sort of knew that he was going to go and he was sort of just going to be a bit abrasive. And, yeah. But...
0: But what, what were your general thoughts on the game watching it? It
1: was alright. We looked, we looked okay. Timo over missed a penalty but the bloke just... Cannot get a goal at the moment. He couldn't buy a goal. It was a good like, save. You know, <laughs> it
0: was a good save, to fair, from the keeper. It
1: was, it, was a bit of, it was a bit of a bad penalty. It from... was a bit of a mix of
0: I think I look like, but... a, good, look like a good save from Sluger, to be fair. But,
1: yeah. I just think that they just. He, 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 he'll score tomorrow against Wolves. Mm-hmm. Like, it will happen. <laughs> but, New manager. But like, he's just not done it for the last, like, 10, 12 games. So well, it's hard to say.
0: Yeah, it is. But I
1: think that we just need to sort of have patience with these players. Kai Havertz and Timo Werner mm-hmm. he's had have patience. He has shown he's shown that he can do it. He he's played, had, played, he played, yeah, he's had flash he Exactly. He's, he's had moments. Ch- Chilwell, has been alright. He's been Chilwell was that is one of the worst performances I've seen at left back against Leicester. Yeah. Since Marcus London last to Chelsea, yeah. essentially. Right, yeah. It, it was so bad. Well, but, it's, but like, it's one of those things. Like we're talking about Chelsea versus Luton. Yeah, exactly. Uh, obviously, we moved on to the next round. We've got bars in the next round. It's just a shame to see Frank Lampard go out on a win, but we'll talk about yeah. Frank Lampard shortly. We will, yeah. But yes. for now, we'll move on to the next game, which is Wiccan 1-Spurs 4. Right. And Toby, what were your thoughts on that? Because I watched the first half... And I thought Wickham played really well. I think they're a bit unlucky to concede right near the end of the first half.
0: Yeah, um, I can definitely agree with that. I think so. it has yeah. been the problem with Wickham all season: is that we've started games really well, we've started well in the first fifteen twenty minutes and looked promising. And when we've scored, we've scored, but there've been games where we've just not we've not managed to get that that final that final touch into the that final third uh, and worked the goal worked it into a goal. Uh, so that's been the major issue with Wickham this season in the championship. But we did get we did get the goal we deserved early. Uh, there was a bit of a warning... Well, Spurs came out as very quickly in the first five minutes with a couple of chances. There was the Bale shot into the side neck. There was a Bale header that went past the post from a corner. So There was a bit of a few warning signs in the start. But Wickham came up the other end of the field. Uh, it was a across from... Oh, who was it? Tom, Curtis Thompson into, into Admiral Musque, who headed past the keeper, the new Leicester Loney, Um who's looked pr- pretty good for Wickham so far. Um, so yeah. he, he almost scored. And then... The goal came from a moment where it got to uh, piezu the, uh, the what nationality is it? Uganda international, and he's, he ma- he's, he's looked pretty good in the ball. He managed to pull it back across. It deflected off Davinson Sanchez, straight back to Fred Onyedima, who the commentator could not pronounce his name all evening, which annoyed it was, it was me. Very funny.
1: It's very funny.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think we've had a lot of commentary gaffes in the last few seasons. With um, Akin, oh. Akin, Akin, Akin Fenway was one I remember from Tranmere last year. Was a shocking
1: one. <laughs> Oh my goodness! And Jakobsen. Have there been some more ones? He, the other one, what was it? He couldn't say. um Oh, there's another name you can say as well. Oh, come out to me, I'll find it because I was yeah, talking about the, it. Yeah, there were a few of them. And it was like, yeah, he couldn't say. um Oh, Ikhpiatsu. He couldn't yeah. say Ikhpiatsu. It actually <laughs> really found I butchered that a whole time. I'm not even a Wiccan fan. I was like, that is not how you say that name.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was pretty pretty ordinary commentating. Uh, anyway. So it bounced back to Fred Denmark, and, and he slotted it into the bottom corner past Joe Hart who to be fair Joe Hart made a couple of good saves when he was needed there was one where it was uh, from the corner where Judge Jacobson whipped it straight in and it almost went straight into the goal but Joe Hart managed to parry it away so he did a couple of good made a couple good saves so that was a yeah. good start for Wickham and from then we had a few more chances but not really anything significant and then Spurs came more and more into the game after that and it, the pressure was telling but Spurs kept fluffing their lines. Uh, Vinicius in particular was very poor, I thought. Venetius was offside about ten times. He was... It was. You could see what he was trying to do. He was trying to push the Wickham line. But he was just going too, yeah. quick. It was going too quick or standing too far off. I've got to say this,
1: Spurs held a really high line for any Wickham's free kick. Like, in their own box, or in, as in their own half, or in, in Wickham's own half. Mm-hmm. Spurs had a very high line, I was a bit like... Oh.
0: See that's the thing that's that's a a, I, I think they had to because if they left it too deep then Wickham would threaten from set pieces more so I think it was a clever tactic from that from Rooney but I think a lot of teams have used that this season against us in recent games to try and prevent our set piece threat but the, I, think, yeah. I think one of the turning points in that game was Jacobson going off injured that was a big big moment yeah. when he went off with, I think was, he,
1: started, he started quite well because he, well.
0: he was whipping the free kicks and corners in and stuff and I think it might yeah, have been, it, yeah exactly it did look like a bit of a groin injury when he went down he was holding his, his in, inside thigh that might have been a growing Hopefully injury. He's okay for yeah. The league yeah we, yeah, we need him back for Brentford desperately. We've got not, yeah. not much left back cover. Uh, but in general, it was a good first half, uh, yeah. and then this, like I said, suppose it could put pressure on to, into the game, and it looked like they're going. They, look, they just kept creating chances and they kept fluffing them. Like I said, especially Vinicius and Bale were very wasteful, very wasteful those two especially, and then until second half. Uh, first off sorry uh, Bale did eventually score it was, it was it was a decent goal a nice little three ball two him, yeah. and he started to pass also up. who also had a very good game I have to say in general he was excellent um, yeah. I know you didn't watch the second half the second half was very much the same as the end of the first half There was a lot of pressure from Spurs
1: well, My my mate texted me and he was yeah. like oh I didn't realise Bale was playing <laughs> and then Bale scored like about a minute after that, that was, and I was like
0: oh. y- yeah that was almost me, but's put a message in the chat saying, Oh, but well this one Spurs player's gone missing in this game. Then he scores. <laughs> so it was kind of like typical oh, that happens. Yeah. <laughs> but like, he to be fair, he 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 fluffed a lot, he fluffed an awful lot of chance in that game. Yeah. He really did. He was very poor. But the second half I'd say was again, a lot of pressure from Spurs. And Wickham yeah. Wickham did a great job holding them off, to be fair. There was a lot of good blocks from especially from, like Jason Knight. No, not Jason Knight's but the commentator kept calling him. Josh Knight sorry I'm getting used to the <laughs> Josh Knight Josh Knight was excellent again he, he, he just looked class uh, to be fair to, fair to Darius Charles who came on for Jacobson he had a good game as well he did really well even though he can get exposed by pace sometimes he had a good solid game yeah and then, then we just kept killing them out it was good and then they had to bring on the big guns didn't they really they brought on Kane first for Vinicius who Vin- like I said Vinicius was awful because you know, he can only score against seventh tier teams, as, as proved by well, that yeah, last he game. He celebrates his
1: hat tricks as well. <laughs> <He stands laughs>
0: against, against Marine, so that doesn't really count as anything. Right. So, E to E was pretty ineffective. Uh, so, they brought on Kane for him, and Kane was immediately straight into the game. And he looked a lot, lot lot, more effective than Vinicius was. Obviously, he's a lot, a million times better than Vinicius as well. So, they still hadn't scored by that point, so they thought, oh, let's bring on Son and then Don Ballet as well. And obviously, those kind of. Well, cal- That caliber of player. Nobody's
1: playing very well at the moment. He is. He is.
0: He certainly is. Always going to
1: score or something like that.
0: Yeah. So brought brought two more big players, which was inevitable, really, because Mourinho was getting frustrated, and there wasn't really anything happening. So he has to bring them on as well. And Wickham still held out. They did incredibly well. A couple of good. There was a couple couple of fortunate ones. There was the one where I think it was the first actually. Now think about it. Uh, It was when one of the players had a shot it deflected straight off Charles's foot and went onto the bar actually that was first half mm. onto the bar and also managed to get the rebound and there was the one where Tanganga hit the bar from a header so there were certainly chances in the first and second half of Spurs they kept fluffing the lines though Bale again kept missing chances as they did all game um, but it yeah. I think realistically we Wickham as well as a Wickham fan, I knew that Spurs were going to score at some point again because they were so. they put a lot of pressure on but there was definitely we knew that if Wickham got one more chance with that ephemeral cash get they could be easily back in, back in the lead again unfortunately yeah. fortunately, never came uh, but yeah Spurs eventually would score I knew it would happen it, the second goal wasn't the best goal in terms of the build up it was a bit of a crappy rebound that got back to Winks but to be fair to Winks it was a decent finish Orsop was off his line a bit it was a decent goal the third goal I don't know who scored the third goal now do you remember?
1: Uh, was it Son? Or I, I
0: think it was Son. who scored the third goal. I,
1: I, have, it on my, I have it on my phone. Uh, oh no!
0: It, it was, was Ndombele. scored oh, the third one. Oh yeah! yeah. Oh yeah! Uh, yeah Ndombele yeah.
1: scored the last one as well. Oh, I remember now. I remember Wink that. scored the second one. Yeah. I
0: know. Yeah, that's what I talked, talked about. The one, the the Ndombele second, third, first goal. Actually, now I remember. It was the it was a counter attack. sort of just slotted it across to Ndombele, good decent finish pass yeah. all sort. The third, the fourth one was a really good finish from Ndombele. He got it on the left hand side. He cut inside, past the Wickham defenders, and slot slur sort of like finessed it round round the keep round the keeper. It was actually quite a nice finish, to be fair. But yeah, in terms of in general, talk, talk about the game. I think that scoreline flat. Spurs really did because Wickham did an incredible job to hold them out for eighty five minutes to only let them have one goal in that eighty five minutes. Initially, Spurs didn't hit the target on many of them, but they still created the opportunities to score. So I'm absolutely as yeah. a Wickham fan, I'm very impressed by the. But... Yeah. As, as, as typical Wickham uh, st- possession stats go, 27% possession, <laughs> the classic Wickham. Nice. But I do feel that if Wickham hadn't lost Jacobson in the first half, we'd have had a lot more chance second half.
1: You know, I hope as well that it doesn't uh, have a knock on effect on the league as well. Hopefully not,
0: because he's such an important
1: player. Up, I, I feel that Wickham are sort of getting going a little bit, and then they sort of had their pros. Like... The pro what's the word progress progress yes. yeah definitely halted by obviously COVID yeah like,
0: yeah losing those two, losing those two games yeah. was quite bad because those are two games we could have won uh, yeah. we'll, we'll have to go so we we'll to play them at some point against Sheffield Wednesday and QPR who are both struggling in the Championship as well there's yeah. definitely a chance good yeah. I'm glad I'm
1: glad to see QPR <laughs> I
0: think I think I think any, <laughs> I think any fan of the West, West London club loves to see QPR struggling. Whether you're a, whether you're a yeah. Chelsea fan, a Fulham fan, or a Brentford fan, you'll love seeing QPR suffer. Absolutely. So yeah. Well, wait, can yeah. We move on it, to
1: previewing the yeah, weekend. Yes. I, we yeah. week? I, th- I think we
0: should. Yeah, I think we should. I think we should. As much as I enjoyed talking uh, about Wickham.
1: Absolutely. <laughs>
0: so yeah, um, I'll, let you, I'll let you go on this one. I think
1: so. What, what we can do is we can sort of, I'll, I'll run through the, th- the fixtures for the, the midweek games. Yeah, go on. Yeah. And we just got to do a quick prediction. Yep. Yeah. Knock it off and we should we get a little competition going so should we say three point uh, we'll go one point if the result is right yeah and three points if the score is exactly right
0: perfect score yeah okay yeah that's fine yeah, yeah Go with that cool. yeah
1: and um, we'll do that and I'll I'll, I'll I'll take a note of that so i remember that we have to do we'll that lovely <laughs> stuff mate yeah take, take note yeah uh, and I'll, I'll and i'll create like a little document and stuff yep. um, yeah, yeah. we we'll, can keep it going for
0: the yeah, rest we'll, of the we'll get us down mate exactly so
1: mate. the games this week are Tonight, Crystal Palace versus West Ham. Well, yep. tonight, this is Tuesday. I don't know if this is going out on Tuesday. Hopefully, hope, hopefully it should be able to we'll get out. We'll start in two and a half hours. Ah, should, so. be to,
0: should be able
1: to do it <laughs> Fingers crossed. Um, Palace, Crystal Palace versus West Ham. Newcastle versus Leeds. Southampton versus Arsenal. and West Brom versus Manchester City. Tomorrow is Burnley versus Villa. Chelsea versus Wolves. Brighton, Fulham. Everton, Leicester. And Man United versus Sheffield United. And... On Thursday is Spurs versus Liverpool. Toby, give me your predictions. It's
0: like Tuesday, so Crystal Palace against West Ham. I think, I think Palace are a strong team side at home. Uh, West Ham's form's gone down a little bit, but so I'm going to say two one to Crystal Palace on that one. Right. So, do you want to give me yours, your your prediction on that one?
1: Uh, it's well, i have just gone for two 0 to West Ham. I think West Ham are quite good and Crystal Palace on that day, I don't think. Yeah, first. So that's my Fair enough, Yeah.
0: Uh, Newcastle gets Leeds What's your prediction?
1: I've I've gone with 4-2 to Leeds for that one Uh I think Leeds like a goal Newcastle like a goal but I think Leeds high-pressing thing they do if you can call it football (laughs) will be too much for Newcastle (laughs)
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm in agreement with that. And I think Leeds will win that game. Leeds Leeds will score goals. Leeds always score goals, but I think they also can see goals quite a lot. So that's why I've gone for three-two to Leeds. I think they'll nab it. I think they'll take it because Leeds are a better team than Newcastle, and they're bound to concede goals, like I said. So I think that's a fair score. Next game is Southampton against Arsenal. I think. I think that's going to. I think that's going to continue on the same vein as the FA Cup game. I think Southampton will win again. I think it's going to be two-one this time. I think there's hopefully
1: a few hope more goals exact same
0: score as that. Yeah. I, just hope, I really hope there's a few more goals in that last game because it didn't seem that exciting unfortunately
1: yeah, uh, West Brom versus Man City yep. now Man City seems to have got their mojo back not that Pep knows who mojo is or what <laughs> mojo is um, so i gone for it's an exciting new Spanish signing <laughs> from a middle round West Brom West Brom one Manchester City four is what yeah. I've gone okay, for yeah
0: no, I, I think Mojo's are signing from Girona. Actually, uh, the Man oh, yeah, City, Man City's, Man City's, City's uh... <laughs> Raúl <Royal, Royal> Oviedo.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, um, I've gone on a similar score to that. I've gone for Man City to win four nil away at West Brom. Come I course. just feel I just feel like they can keep a clean sheet against West Brom. I, West Brom aren't that good a team. Should be able to manage that. Uh, yeah. Fair. Especially with the way that Spurs Spurs uh, Man City's defence is going now with uh, Diaz and Stones. I think I could see them. I could see, I could see them holding up West Brom easy. Uh, so we got no, that's the Tuesday game. We have got Wednesday. we Burnley. So, it, it's Villa. I think that's going to be a. I think that's going to be a score draw. I think it's going to be one one. Both both decent teams. Burnley. I think Burnley can hold Villa a bit at home. I know Villa have been decent this season, but I think Burnley have suddenly Tony found some form from somewhere. I don't know where. But yeah, yeah. I, I'm, going, <laughs> I'm, going, I'm going. I'm going to go one one.
1: I'm going 2 1 to Aston Miller. Because uh-huh. I just think that hopefully for the fantasy, Greenish <laughs> and uh, and Ollie Watkins combine. Doesn't matter which way around. As long as they do it for those two girls, it doesn't matter. It's
0: all about the fantasy, mate.
1: <laughs> it really is. It really is. Uh, Chelsea versus Wolves, what have you gone for?
0: Uh, I'm saying 2 2. I think, well, based off the last game, the Wolves won 2 1. At, and that that was at Wolves, admittedly. Uh, a new yeah. manager at Chelsea will obviously. Ha- you just thought would boost, boost, boost potentially could boost the players maybe yeah. uh, I'm going for a 2-2 draw I think Wolves have got a lot of attacking threat but their defence is a bit ropey so I think that it'll but be
1: a 2-2 I've gone for 1-1 now I think Wolves have a lot of attacking threat and their defence is ropey I think Chelsea is exactly the same yeah well we well, our defense has improved since last season, mm-hmm. but we now don't have the man that formed this defense as yeah. our manager anymore. Yeah. So, what whoever's in charge is Joe Edwards, or if it's Tuchel, cool, then it, I think I think it will probably be Joe Edwards in charge for this one. Mm-hmm. He knows what to do, so it will probably be the same defense we've seen. Yeah. Week in, week out. So okay. I'm going for one one. I just don't see. I'm, I'm hoping Timo Werner gets that goal as well for <laughs> <Sort> the <of> fantasy,
0: <laughs> and also just for his form in general. Um, exactly. The was next, was. the next game is Brighton against Fulham. I think that's gonna be a very interesting game. I'm gonna go for 0-0, I don't think either. Oh, I, I, I think two two. I don't.
1: can see Declan David Reed and off Cheek scoring, scoring. I can see Bissouma and, and, <laughs> M- and Trossard playing and scoring.
0: I, I I'm, I'm starting to have thoughts that maybe Brighton might win that one nil. But I'm well, gonna, I'm gonna stick I, 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 to my goal. I'm gonna stick to my nil nil. But I do have a sneaky suspicion that Brighton might nick it one nil. Just just a thought I've had. Fair, enough. Fair uh, enough. The next game is Everton against Leicester, which I think is gonna be a good, hopefully, be a good game of two.
1: That being said, it'll be quite boring now.
0: Yeah, probably. But I'm going for a two-two draw. I think I think Everton are a good side, and so are Leicester. I think there'll be plenty of goals. Jamie
1: Vardy will probably score one of them.
0: Because he's hey,
1: cra- Madison. cracking forward. I've gone, for, I've gone for Everton one, Leicester three is Ooh. what I've gone for. Because okay. I obviously I watched Leicester against a not very good Chelsea side. Mm-hmm. Whether they look better because we looked bad, I, I don't know. But um Everton they just struggled to put like a good run of forms together. They, obviously they started really well, they had their six games like winning run or whatever at the start of the season. Yeah. And then they dipped. Yeah. And then they played Chelsea and they won. And then they dipped again. Mm-hmm. And then, like, they start to win games again. Could yeah. this be the start of a dip in form? Probably, maybe. Leicester are quite good. Could actually win the league this year.
0: Potentially,
1: yeah. That's my, that's my thoughts.
0: Okay. Next game is
1: Manchester United versus Sheffield United. Yeah. What are you saying for that?
0: Um, given Man United have been a very good form this season I'm going to go for 3-1 to Man United because Sheffield Sheffield United are awful they are
1: truly awful if you think
0: about some of the worst teams we've seen in the Premier League you think about Derby team where they had like yeah, Reading <laughs> you think of those teams that had really very few points I think yeah. Sheffield Wednesday, Chef Wednesday, Sheffield United could join them in that like, that band of awful teams. It's really, it's
1: really weird as well because they had a really good season last year. Yeah,
0: I think that was a bit of a fluke. Let's be honest. <laughs> there's, there's all their players yeah. been out of their skin last season. That was a thing. Yeah. Like you're playing like John Lundstrom, those kind of players. Where, really where, where's period, John Lundstrom yeah. now?
1: He's, well, f- he's leaving, apparently. He? <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. Because he's uh, <laughs> he's, had, he's had his time. Uh, I've that's it.
1: four to Manchester. United. Yeah.
0: Okay. I just saying playing
1: simple, like, Bruno Fernandez. Mm-hmm. Marcus Rashford and Martial will just be too much for Sheffield United. Right
0: yeah. Oh, definitely, I can agree with that
1: one. I just, oh, and then the final game of this week, the midweek games, mm-hmm. Spurs versus Liverpool. Now it's been hyped up. It's getting hyped up again. It's a big which game. Means only one thing to me: nil-nil draw <laughs> is <what I'm> <laughs> <on. laughs>
0: not it, it's No, it's a big game for the for this, this, the scope of the season. Liverpool desperately need to win that game. And I th- I think there will the I suppose as well if yeah. they want
1: to reclaim any sort of title hopes no,
0: well, yeah, that's the game to do yeah. it in because for both really? it's slipping around a little bit which is not ideal uh, I no. do I think well, Liverpool... is ideal
1: for both but I don't really mind no, no, I know you
0: don't mind but you're not doing much better either so it's not exactly ideal for worse, any of so. us <laughs> yeah um, but I do think Liverpool are gonna take it by one goal I think it's gonna be two one Liverpool I think it's gonna be an okay game. I don't think be much better than the game at Anfield. It was a pretty no.
1: um,
0: crap game in general because Mourinho just ha- pa- parked the bus as expected.
1: Well, that's not surprising.
0: But yeah, I'm going 2 1 to Liverpool. I think we'll take it.
1: Um, we miss out on an entire day, you just put Friday. Oh, is that oh, Saturday? It's Saturday. There,
0: Saturday. there, there, there ain't no Friday yeah. game, mate.
1: Okay, yeah, um, that's cool. So, yeah. so, Friday the 30th, we've got Everton, okay. Newcastle, Saturday Crystal Saturday. Palace Wolves,
0: yeah.
1: City, Sheffield United. West Brom versus Fulham, Arsenal versus Man United, and Southampton versus Aston Villa. Yeah, and then on thirty-first is Chelsea, Burnley, Leicester, Leeds, West Ham, Liverpool, and Brighton versus West. Uh, Brighton versus Tottenham. Yes. Um, so we'll start off with yes. Everton versus Newcastle. What are your predictions for that, Toby? Um,
0: I think Everton are going to batter Newcastle. I think Newcastle are in very poor form at the minute. Everton at home. You thought. It depends how they go against Leicester, really. If they have a bad game against Leicester, they might struggle here. But I think yeah. I think they'll still do Wellington Newcastle. I'm going to go for three one to Everton.
1: Okay, I'm going for two one. I'm just gonna slightly learn that. I just think that it's not gonna be that exciting. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Right. Crystal Crystal Palace versus Wolves.
0: I'm going for two one to Palace. I think Palace will no, take t- I think Palace will take oh. this because uh again they're home, which helps them a lot, I think and they've been quite good at home against Roy Hodgson but from...
1: does it really matter at the moment with no fans yeah? not
0: really but
1: because you, got... you wouldn't want to go to like Selhurst Park on a, on a way that is not like no it's not, it's not an easy place to go is it where, no it's where, not where really Chris no. like, Downfall and like well like it it is like...
0: it's, it's, it's an imposing place to go to I think in general with fans. the amateur there yeah. is
1: apparently quite good obviously yeah. well you, really. so,
0: you saw what happened when they didn't have any fans against Liverpool and lost 7-0 so yeah, it, no. it, it, it can happen but I don't think Wolves are that good so I'm going to go for 2-1 Palace.
1: I'm over 2-2. I think Wolves will lose... Well, we'll draw, they'll draw to Chelsea. They'll keep this form of not winning games. Yeah. That'll be, that'll be it. Uh, Manchester City versus Sheffield United. Now, Sheffield United are a bit unlucky here with the schedules. They might as well just stay in Manchester because they've got <laughs> Man United. then. Yeah. Probably, got Sheffield. probably will. I'm going for 6-0 to Manchester City. 6-0? I think, six, I, I wow. think Man City are going to absolutely finish Sheffield United. <laughs> just
0: <laughs> Oh, yeah, they're, they're finished already. They're only finishing again. I think,
1: I think oh, do you know what? Prediction here. All of us get sacked. Frank Lampard goes to uh, Sheffield United.
0: Okay, fair enough. I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't think they're going to sack Chris Wilder personally, but.
1: They seem to like him a bit too much. I think
0: they like him quite a lot. I think they'll take him back in the yeah. Championship again. Um, yeah, I think he'll do better in the Championship just in the Prem right now, I think. I've gone for 4 1 in that game because I think, like you said, I think Man City will batter Sheffield, Sheffield United. Uh, the next yeah. game is West Brom against Fulham. Again, Fulham are playing... I don't, I'm not predicting Fulham to win again. I think think it'll be a pretty drab game again. I'm going for 1-1. Not seeing anything exciting happen in that game.
1: Uh, I've gone for 2-1 to Fulham. I think Fulham are actually better than I think they are. Yeah. Uh, they, gave, they gave us a pretty good game, but then again, mm-hmm. we are in bad form. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm just okay. We'll have to see. I've gone, Fulham 2-1. It'd one.
0: be interesting to see, I think. Uh, the next yeah. game is Arsenal against Man United. Arsenal. Now, that's in. a big,
1: that's a big test for Arsenal because Arsenal are absolutely worth for and it's, it could that be the end of Mikel Arteta if they lose that one.
0: I don't think it will be. I, I, no, I, 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 do I have it. a not be <laughs> because Arsenal still finished up for half of the season. I think.
1: They'll, I have a feeling yes. that they're going to do alright because they're going to keep their manager and have faith in their manager. Yeah,
0: but you know,
1: they might sack him in the season.
0: they might sack him. <laughs> to be fair, they might sack him in the season. It might happen. Right, I think they
1: might do.
0: I think that'll be wiser so, than sack him now. If I'm honest with you. Like what score done. have
1: you gone, for,
0: though, I've, Kobe, gone for, for I've gone for I've gone for three one to Manchester United. I can't really I've see Arsenal
1: winning. We don't have to spend any more time. That's exactly what I've gone for. Yep. Cool. Southampton versus Aston Villa. Now I think earlier on in the season this was quite an exciting game.
0: Yeah. I still, nice I, still I still I still think it is. I still think it is. And I think it is as well.
1: I think it is as well. What are your predictions?
0: Uh, I'm 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 backing Southampton to win at home. I think they win two one. I d- I just think they have a bit more firepower than than Villa. Um, yeah, Villa nice. Villa are a bit not they aren't the best defensively. They're not bad, but they're not, they're not the best. I think Sampton will find a way through. how about you? I think for
1: three three that no, one. I think it's gonna be a very that. high score,
0: <laughs> That's very ambitious. That one.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, I think, I think I think it'll be a good game regardless, though. Um, moving on to the Sunday fixtures,
1: Chelsea against Burnley. Sorry.
0: Tell oh, me, love of Chelsea.
1: Two 0 Chelsea. Two nil. We'll have two 0 by at that point. We'll yeah. be good. Okay. We all settle down a little bit there at Chelsea 2 0 win guess <laughs> moving back up the table but
0: Very positive that one. Um I think I think Burnley will score. I think Burnley, I do not think Burnley will score, but I do think Chelsea will win the game. I think I'm gonna go I'm going for three one. I think Chelsea's got way too much firepower for Burnley's defence to deal with. So But I do feel like <laughs> Chelsea can be occasionally shaky at the back, and I can see Burnley scoring. Because Chris, yeah, Chris Wood and Ashley Barnes aren't a bad front, too. Ashley
1: Barnes, what a man, good. what a bloke.
0: Anyway, moving on. Uh, <laughs> Leicester City gets Leeds. Um, I'm going for four-two to Leicester. I think, like I said before, Leeds are a very high-scoring team, but they also leak loads of goals. So I can see that happening, especially when you're coming up against Vardy and uh, and Harvey Barnes and um, oh, good, good, and James Madison and good players like that. Yeah. So, you can, you can get your. Yeah. DD
1: is
0: in good form. Yes, Tielemans. Uh, okay,
1: okay, Yeah, i am going for 3 1 to Leicester. Okay,
0: yeah. yeah. I think that's a fair score to give. Yeah. Could see it happening.
1: West Ham versus Liverpool. Mm-hmm. Now, I've gone for a pretty low scoring affair here because West Ham actually are okay. Mm-hmm. But yeah. West Ham do quite like to crumble against Liverpool.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Correct. I think. So, but based on what I think, 2 1 to Liverpool is what I've gone for.
0: Yeah, I'm in agreement with that. I think Liverpool, Liverpool yeah. always seem to turn it on against West Ham at the, the Olympic Stadium. Uh, yep. it, I, I've seen it before. I've seen a game where we had Star Ocean, Coutinho, and they just 4-1, battered them. It can happen. I think I think. we I were quite a good form as we were then, so I'm going to go for 2-1 as well.
1: And the final game of that game week, so yep. that will be oh game goodness. week 20 and 21,
0: I think. No, I, think and, that's, uh... I think that's all 20, I think. It might Is be. It all I'm not sure. I'll quick check you. Go on. You, you tell me your prediction first while I'm checking. Uh,
1: I've gone for three one Tottenham Hotspur. I just okay. don't see. I just don't see um anything like that exciting happening. Yeah. No, no. No. What, what, what <laughs> so was what was, it, what was the score then? Three one. Three, three
0: one. one. Okay, sorry. I think so. Yeah, I can see that happening. Uh, yeah, that, that's yeah. The, the 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 weekend games are a separate game week. Let's check. Okay. So 2021. Um. I'm gonna go for a bit more high score, slightly more high scoring affair than that. I've gone for three-two to Spurs. I just feel like oh, Brighton have got some okay forwards, but not 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 too bad. You think about like mope and uh, Trossard and so on and uh, yeah. Aaron Connolly. It's not bad by any means, but they they, no. they will ship goals because they're playing a three-back. Yeah, <laughs> and that's always Agreed. risky. So
1: 3-2. T- yes, mate. So, game week 20. Uh-huh. Choose one game that's going to be the standout game, and okay. choose one with game week 21
0: okay. as well. Okay, and I'm guessing you'll do the, um, I'm, do the same. I'm, I'm, I mean, obviously the the game that sh- stands out from game week 20 is the top Liverpool, but I don't. think That's going to be a good yep. game. I'm picking Everton against Leicester as the game of the round. Ra- Fair enough. The game of the round. I'm going to go
1: Newcastle Leeds. Okay. Most exciting one there. Okay. Yeah. Nice. And then 21, I'm going to go with. I'm going to go Leicester-Leeds on that
0: one. Leicester-Leeds or leads leeds again?
1: Oh, actually, no. I'm go arsenal awesome Man United on that one. Arsenal-Mann
0: awesome, United, okay. okay.
1: okay. Yeah, it be funny to see Arsenal-Mann really totally <laughs> um, I,
0: I mean, if you talk about scorelines, Man, Man City against Sheffield United it could be absolutely yes. cataclysmic. So I'm going to go that one, I think. I think just purely for the number of goals, that could be. It could be an awful lot. Yeah. But, so that's us going through the, the games of... The game weeks twenty and twenty one, which are coming thick and fast now, really. Um yes. so we've gone through those. We're gonna have a quick little discussion about um the main the probably the biggest news of the week I'd say in terms of football, uh barring the results barring the results themselves, <laughs> uh was the the quite out of the blue sacking of Frank Lampard. And I know you have very strong opinions on this. So well, I'll just quickly go through some of the some of the background on this. So obviously Chelsea haven't had the been the best form this season. They made a few marquee signings, which, at the start of the season, you thought would be game changers for Chelsea, potentially as title challengers. The likes of Timo Werner, Kai Havertz, Hakim Ziyech, Ben Chilwell, even Thiago Silva, uh, very experienced defender. Uh, but the problem is, Chelsea didn't have, didn't have a keeper at the start of the season. They had only had Kepper, but they brought in Edouard Mendy, who did seem to do a good job at the start. But it did seem to go a bit downhill uh, halfway through uh, the end of twenty twenty. So. I'm gonna let Dan have a bit more discussion about what he thinks about the whole whole situation.
1: So obviously, as I said in my introduction, Frank was my favourite Chelsea player, favourite player just in general. Mm-hmm. So this was yesterday was actually a really sad day for me. Like, just it was. I, I know it sounds really really petty because there are obviously a lot of more like horrible things going on in the world, but as a Chelsea fan, I just felt sort of a bit like empty yesterday because. This is a club legend leaving Chelsea. For this time, this this last time he left, it was on all right terms because he's leaving as a player, and this time he's left on not all right terms because he's leaving as a manager, who just was just clearly didn't get it right towards the end. No, other you, no exactly, and I think that it's just it was it was a really sad day yesterday and. I was just—I just didn't have any energy or motivation to do anything yesterday because I sort of like Frank Lampard was—he—he he managed to do something that a lot of managers have failed to do as Chelsea mm-hmm. manager, yeah, which is unite the fan base. Mm. <laughs> like he did that quite well, yeah. Like in in managing to to unite a fan base. That had been divided on like Sari out, Sari in, or Conte out, Conte in, yeah. Mourinho out, Mourinho in. Divided. Not last season, we have a transfer plan. Edna has our leaves. We have to play the young players. Because mm-hmm. of that. And yeah. it worked. And we get to an FA Cup final. We we, we get to the round of 16 in the Champions League. We play the winners by a meeting. We We finish fourth. Like... Last season was a good season. <laughs> it was all right. Yeah, if you think about it, like, that and, wasn't. And, it wasn't too bad. And then, the summer comes. Obviously, Noah had a preseason. No one had a preseason. No, no, it was a
0: very short yeah. one.
1: Obviously, we agreed the signings of Ziyech before, uh, before the next season started, and same with Timo Werner as well. So they were in around the squad a bit longer than Kai Havertz, Chilwell, and Mendy and Thiago Silva yeah. but I just think that it was just yeah, yesterday was quite a bit of a Saturday but where did it all go wrong for Frank Lampard <laughs> is the question and it's probably after the Wolves game really because mm-hmm. before that everyone was sort of getting excited about the Chelsea team because we were playing good football we played attractive football it was nice to watch
0: yeah
1: we just we, we were like, we were actually hard to beat and hard to score past.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, there was definitely a point I for just... those few games after Mendy came in where he was keeping. I think he did keep six in a row of clean sheets. Yeah, it
1: he was, he, he was he, immense. It was, e- e- it, was it
0: was excellent. He he made did, he did a really good job. He did have the most to do defend, defensively, but he did when he did have stuff to do. He was good. He did the job and kept 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 kept, agree. kept good clean sheets. And Chester's defense just defense was looking reasonably solid. I I I personally was quite doubtful over Thiago Silva was actually going to be any good still. But to be fun, fair, like, I think it's fantastic. To be he's fair, amazing. he's done what Chelsea needed. Chelsea needed an experienced defender who knew what he was doing. He's played at the top level for several years, and has really filled in very well. And considering what defenders Chelsea had before, you think like Christensen and Rudiger, awful yeah. defenders, really. They're, they're, they're very, well, ab- very, a- very average. Certainly they're very
1: average. But I don't think that. I think Rudiger came into the squad against Fulham and kept a clean sheet. Yeah. And then he came. Then he was kept in the squad. It's Leicester, and we got we conceded two goals. And got ruined, so then you yeah. take him out, put zero back in. We still conceded the goal, but that's completely kept I've got goal, We wouldn't have conceded that goal. Well, yeah. Uh,
0: um,
1: but it's just that's another thing I've got to say. The last two years, it it, it was so hard to predict what the Chelsea lineup was going to be because <laughs> you you'd have it in your head, you'd be like, oh, we should play this team, but then Lampard would go, nah. I'm not doing that <laughs> and it's like it's just it doesn't make sense it never made sense on those things No, I def- it always got that a bit wrong no, I, I think consistency yeah. is key you look at Liverpool you look at Liverpool starting moment it would have been the same pretty much from week 1 to week 38 when they won the league last season yeah
0: um well, we were quite, we were quite, like, quite like with injuries, admittedly. Quite well, with injuries But, exactly. but still, even if they were all fit, they would all, that would be the same team every week, guaranteed. Exactly. you, you always exactly. guarantee You, you you've, 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 with every team, you got your bankers, you have got your goalkeeper, English and alisson Allison exactly. in Liverpool's case. You'd have, you'd have your centre back. Van Dyke would be your absolute banker. You talk about your, your your captain of your team, Jordan Henderson. You'd talk you what have your, your front three, f- Mane, Firmino, yeah, Salah. Yeah, exactly. Your yeah. you're, you're, you're forwards. So
1: with Chelsea you don't know what the front three is going to be No, that's it's the thing. going to be Yeah. It, it, it it's like oh is he going to play Tammy up top with Werner on the left and Hudson-Odoi on the right yeah. or is it going to be Ziyech Werner Pulisic or is Hammer's going to start on the right or is it Gir... or is, right it, or is, or is it Giroud or is Giroud going to start who's we that we didn't know back yeah. four was pretty set in stone at a point in time of being Chilwell Thiago Silva Zuma, Reese James and mm-hmm. Mendy in goal yeah that was that was set. I was set in stone. Yeah, and then he changed it and it went
0: wrong. So yeah, yeah not ideal. But th- I th- I think one one of the issues was with Chelsea is that their strikers weren't functioning apart from Giroud. And bless him, he's, he's a great he's a great striker, Giroud. But he's not exactly a world beater, is he? All no, right, well, he's I not. Do. Well, technically, is, well, te- technically is a world beater, getting a World he Cup, is, but still. He
1: is.
0: <laughs> but still, you get my you get my gist. I
1: just. We're we're wait, we're waiting. Chelsea fans are waiting for the moment to, for Kai Havertz and Timo Werner to step up because at yeah. the start of the season he looks so promising. He looks amazing. Like he scored goals. I don't want to. I don't want to float out and be like he's another Morata. He is far from another Morata. Morata is awful and will always be one of the worst strikers to ever play for Chelsea. But Timo Werner is nowhere near that bad. He's just lacking confidence at the moment. Same with Kai Havers, who's had Covid, has doubt here. It. It's just, yeah, it's a bit upsetting. Really. Yeah, it definitely so.
0: hasn't worked for them as yet, but I think you've still got to give them time, because I think you've certainly got to give them to the end of the season. Definitely. Yeah. Like,
1: they're, oh, they're, I'm not going I'm not, I'm not to call for their removal after... You, you
0: can't write them off yet. Seasons. Um,
1: no. I, they're, they're young, they're young as well. Oh yeah. They've the, never played in the Premier League. Like,
0: the Premier League's a very different league to the Bundesliga. The Bundesliga, they, really they, is. they don't need quite so much physicality as you need in the Premier League. But no. I think the thing, the thing with Team of Werner is that there's been flashes, of glimpses of brilliance, amongst a yeah. lot, a lot of crap, a lot of crap, and a lot of misses and a lot of sort of misfires. But that said, that being said, doesn't mean you can't. You won't be able to do it next season. I don't really see much no. happening this season. To be honest with you.
1: But okay. uh, well, maybe maybe we'll make a make a late push for the Champions League, which we did last year. We had about the same points at this point last year, and we finished in top four. Yeah. So, it's not it's not terrible. We're five points off four. It's that's not Liverpool. It's not bad. We're five bad. points off Liverpool. Like we were, no- we were nowhere near Liverpool last <laughs> last year. So, like, see, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. In the worst position. But one thing, one question I wanted to ask you about this was: Should Chelsea have waited till the summer? And is Tuchel the right choice? Because I know there was a lot. There was a lot of talk about Chelsea potentially waiting till the summer and bringing in a Julian Nagelsmann from Leipzig. That kind of manager who would definitely fit your your kind of style you want to play, and also German, so hopefully he'd work well with the with the likes of Kai Havertz and Timo Werner. So I don't know what your thoughts are on what on on the time. I guess the timing and the choice of manager that Chelsea are going to bring in.
1: So I think I think Lampard was going to go anyway. Mm -hmm. I think I I, I genuinely think they had always planned to get rid of him. I just think the Leicester game just pissed them off too much, and just that put that. It forced their hands to be like, no, you need to leave. Sorry, yeah. but you need to actually get out of it because you just. And if you read, if you read all the, all the reports, and it's all like, these players went to the board because they weren't happy with the tactics, or these players did that. You shouldn't be. If you have a problem, speak to the manager about it. You shouldn't be going above, like over people's uh, over your manager's head to his boss to be like, actually. Oh, I think this is the problem. Sense the manager, don't be like a coward yeah. and face
0: yeah. it front I, on. I, I completely agree. I, they just didn't have the balls to tell Lampard. Because they, they not, then, I know there was a lot of discussion about whether he wasn't providing enough tactical tactical advice to the players, on certain players. But then again, the players that have been reported to have spoken to the board are very much squad players, players who weren't going to play many games because they aren't good enough to start uh, generally. But you could also
1: argue that that's probably why they're squad players. Is because Correct. Of that. Correct, yeah. <laughs> Because they've gone over, it, like, for example, Marcus Alonso, we drew 3-3 with um, West Brom, we were 3-0 now at half-time, and he goes and sits on the team bus, why should he ever play Chelsea again? Yeah, like, Yeah. The, le-
0: the level of disrespect in that, that movement. Are
1: known. Um, if we're talking about Tuchel coming in,
0: yeah.
1: oh, it's an interesting one, because you have all these people saying, he's crazy, he's literally insane, and you have all these people saying, <laughs> he doesn't like the ball. He not like, He's never got on the boards, which is not a good thing. No, it's not. Kind of Chelsea, it's not where the boards are, are, are typically ruthless, <laughs> right?
0: Yeah, yeah. And, mate, it, so, it's ruthless, but not quite Watford ruthless.
1: No, exactly. But so then you've got him coming in there, and it's all like, oh yeah, he's. I hope it'd be fine. Yeah, it it will be good. I, I I I am confident the results will improve the second he walks in the door because there are be players who actually want to play for him. Mm-hmm. I like players at cleans and want to play for Lampard. Yeah, which just annoys me. Mm-hmm. But you just got to think, where, where, where did Chelsea go? Because in 18 months, when we're, we're talking about the same thing with Tuchel being sacked, or, call, <laughs> calling, it, call, calling it now. <laughs> what was what? I, exactly. But what's, I think, if you read some of the stuff, what he does.
0: Yeah.
1: On teams, he invigorates them straight away or he would at least he would he'll, he'll do it now from here to the end of the season will be invigorated right next season is when he becomes a little control freak t- like tukul cool, yeah and it will be insane the players will hate it probably they'll go to the board see you later tukul cool. you're off oh who do we have now oh Allegri's kicking around. Don't really about Chelsea. Oh Simeone's just lost his job at Atletico oh, No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. You see, see what, do you see what I mean? The frustration yeah. of being a Chelsea fan. It's just
0: See, I do I do see a point. It's a bit of a sort of a revolving door of managers. One manager comes in, changes the system, That it no longer starts to work. Get the manager and get sacked. It's something that happened with effectively. They're like, oh, look! Oh, look. they like, they're like, oh, look at this! This is something new. Oh, Sarri Ball, he's done quite well. At Nap- he's done quite uh, well at Napoli, and then they go, the we want this guy, and then he comes in, he does okay for a couple of months, and then it all goes downhill, and then he gets sacked. The
1: thing is, though, with Sarri, we finished third that year. We finished yeah, third, yeah. and we won Europa League, and we got to the Carolina Cup final. So you can't tell me that's a bad season. No, it's but, not a bad season. No, but clearly he and did the start watch. of football, the start of what times was incredible. At times, though, is the key thing there. (laughs) Not all the time, because it just wasn't. That's that's
0: that's the the thing. Yeah, it didn't really. He didn't really work with the club. I don't think he really fit Chelsea as a manager. There are are clearly there are clearly managers in the past who fit Chelsea. Yes, you talk about you talk about Jose Mourinho. He was an archetypal player who player manager who fit what Chelsea wanted to do.
1: Even then though I don't think he is though because he well, still fell out with the ball. Yeah. I mean when, that I mean that, if you, that was inevitable, like you, you hear the rumours? Lampard didn't want half of these players at Chelsea. Hmm. Which if you're a team owner, and you go home and read that, what are you gonna think? You're gonna think why am I here? Is what you Exactly, like you're
0: not gonna feel that as backing from the manager. No,
1: exactly. You're kind of having so oh, I'm not wanted here. Why not going to Bayern Munich? Well, or is your team all want others to, to Liverpool? Like you know yeah. what I mean? Like it's yeah. just, obviously yeah. they're going to stay because they've got a German manager coming in who's going to help them quite you, a lot. You'd hope, you?
0: you'd it's hope so just... from a Chelsea perspective. But there's definitely a lot of. Um, it, I, I don't know. Just Chelsea, Chelsea culture is a bit interesting in the it. sort of they haven't quite settled on who they want. They've sort of think Lam, thought well, Lampard being the, you know, being the young choice, being the Chelsea legend. Why can we go straight into it? This is what I was. Saying, doing, this is what I sent to you about the concern well, about Gerard coming straight in at Liverpool. I was definitely a concern but um, he, he'll come in in like four years time anyway so there's not too much concern with that
1: I but, think that the thing as well is how do we trust the club when they say oh this is a project we're doing a project hmm. well this project is it's ended after 18 months you've decided to end it you've not waited to see if there's a turnaround of results <clears> you've decided that's it
0: yeah I think or we're I th- done yeah, like, yeah I think the board clearly decided that that was enough and they didn't want to see
1: I think as well, like, you shouldn't, if you're a manager, just shut off about asking for players. Yeah. <laughs> Stop being like, I oh, oh, no, want oh, uh, Royce, I want and Royce, I want
0: Yeah. I mean, I think that's a bit of a poor excuse for the board to sack him. It, that's not the only reason. It's, it's, not, only it's reason. not, but that being used as part of it is not really an excuse. I was like, I, yeah. I, for, my, from my perspective, anyway. But the question is, I want to ask you is. Or well, we're just trying to discuss whether Tuchel's the right man, but if you didn't have Tuchel and you wait to end the season, who would you want to bring in? Nagelsmann. I know Nagelsmann's sort of in the top of Chelsea fans' uh, lists as who they want next. Um, I don't. That's know who, it. who else? else has been rumored with I, Job before? I don't. I don't want Allegri
1: anywhere near Chelsea. <laughs> Allegri. If, 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 if Allegri comes anywhere near yeah. my football club, ever. Oh. Chelsea God, had going to be. Chelsea had a lot of Italian boring. managers
0: i found a lot of Italian managers. Think about it. Well, about this Ra- Ranieri, it. Conte,
1: Sarri. Well, Ranieri is the originator. Ranieri is the is he, the Don. It is and Ranieri got us into the Champions League before Roman Abramovich. Like, <laughs> mm. just he's the Don. And you got and you got yeah. like, Conte wins the league, wins the FA Cup, falls out of the board, fucks off to Inter Milan. <laughs> You've got Sarri Six. wins Six. the European yeah. off to Juventus, Lampard. <laughs> doesn't
0: want to say anything. him to.
1: didn't expect him to. Because funny enough, he didn't have any money in the first season. And now he has spent his money. Yeah. Or not of his players that he wanted to bring in. No. But just,
0: oh, just I think the, Can we move
1: on. Can we move on? Uh, well, what, <laughs> th- I, I, we'll try and wrap it
0: up anyway. <laughs> but I think the recurring theme here with Chelsea is the is the the board's sort of trigger finger, I guess. With being just sort of not really there's not being some sort of sort of trust between the manager and the board. That seems to be a yeah. recurring theme with Chelsea managers as we've said with 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 Mourinho the second time especially with Conte with Sari, and now with Lampard So there's definitely something going on there that doesn't quite work yeah. between uh, Roman Abramovich and the manager yeah there's definitely something going on there
1: but, but then again though, as well you have to look at the statements that have been released after they've lost yes, their jobs yes and Frank Lampard's got a personal word from Roman Abramovich that's not been in any of the no, like last four no. or five managers.
0: I think that definitely so you shows. Can tell how, yeah.
1: You can tell how much he has respect for Frank Lampard. Mm-hmm. You can also tell in 10 years down the line, Frank Lampard's gone away, he's got experience. There's a job opening at Chelsea. I think we know he's filling that job.
0: Yeah. Like, oh, I think I think uh, the door's definitely not shut on Frank Lampard by any means. I just think that it was perhaps, might have been too early for him because he, he hadn't, he hadn't, he only managed at Derby before that. And Darby, he did well at Derby, yes but Derby's not in the Premier League he
1: wasn't going to say no was he? no of course he was you, you, couldn't, say, you, couldn't say turn, no. you couldn't
0: turn that down really, no absolutely absolutely no. not you can never turn that down but I think perhaps we perhaps were a bit early on that but yeah I just think yeah, it's 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 a strange one I would if it was me I'd wait to the end of the season and then got a better manager than Tuchel because I don't, personally don't think Tuchel's that good and as improved, we we'll have to see it, it, we'll exactly, have to exactly see. we'll have to see I just think he's a bit he's a bit crazy and he just seems to not quite get it right at the top level but yeah, we we've talked enough about Frank Lampard now. I think we kind of get the impression that it po- perhaps wasn't the best decision to be making at this point in the season. But we'll have to see how Tuchel does. Ha- yeah, you, you have to be hopeful really about it. Really,
1: absolutely,
0: absolutely. Um, so had a little discussion about Frank Lampard there. Well, uh, the last the last little bit of the show is our is our is our weekly guest the player. So how this works is that I have kind of, this year this week I have come up with a player that um. Dan has to have a little guess at. It. Uh, you get three clues and try and guess it. And we'll obviously alternate each week, so I'll have a guess, big guessing next week. Uh, so, Dan, are you ready for I this am week's? I am ready. Mate. I am ready. This week's guess the player. Okay. So, okay. okay cool. So we've got okay. three. Cl- th- this is for people who are also listening to this podcast. Come, or you can feel free to send us a message on Twitter after this at Generation Football <sighs> Podcast. Uh, please tweet us what you think the player of the week is. And I'll I'll put a tweet up as well, so you can have a look at it as well, for a reminder of what the clues are. So, Dan, are you ready for the... For the guess the player? Um, okay, so this player is Irish.
1: Okay.
0: Uh, he played for Newcastle, Man City and Stoke amongst other clubs. Okay. And I know who it is. is currently now on the Derby coaching staff alongside Wayne Rooney.
1: Okay,
0: Have, you, have you got an answer? Okay, cool. Lovely. Well, so, brilliant. So, I will put that question out on Twitter for you lot to have a look at. Um, so, yeah, thank you very much for listening to this first edition of the Generation Football podcast. Uh, it's been a pleasure. Thank you, Dan. Thank you for your, thank for your you, time.
1: Toby. It's been fun. Thank we'll, you, listeners, if you are listening. And we'll,
0: we'll, get, we'll, we'll get this on up, hopefully tonight, before the games, and hopefully we'll, we'll, we'll yeah. come back to you with the predictions and the like next week. Uh, we'll be after the weekend's games. So probably on maybe a Monday or Tuesday. So yes. we'll we'll get back to you on that and we'll hopefully you enjoy this first episode. So thank you for listening and
1: bye. Oh if you do, make sure to leave us a rating. Can you do that on, on Spotify?
0: Yeah, I'm sure you can. Leave, leave, yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Where we put it, leave yeah. us a rating. Yeah, leave us a Leave us a comment. Yeah, exactly. Tell us what you think. Yeah. We'd love to know your feedback. Thank you very much for listening and goodbye.